Blog Talk Radio. Blessed day, everyone. Thank you for joining. You are listening to One Love Rising on podcast, iTunes, Blog Talk Radio. Please feel free to share out to your friends and family as we are speaking with four and two oneness and raising consciousness on the planet. I'm really happy to have our guest today, Stephen Donaco, and he has just launched something called Social Chrysalis. Stephen, good morning. How are you today? Good morning, Heidi. I'm well. Good to, uh, good to be here, and thanks for having me. Yay. I'm excited. We're excited. It's good, it's good stuff. Um, okay, Stephen, I always ask the same question of our guests at the, at the gate of the show, which is, what does oneness mean to you? Mm. That's a big question. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yes, it is. It, my default answer for that, which not to minimize it, but it's like it's it's standard and it's true, and uh, or I wouldn't be saying it is like that. We are indeed interdependent, interconnected. Um, that's and if you really meditate on that. I mean, you realize that there's nobody on earth that can exist completely siloed off from anything else. Like we are all, we, there's an interdependence on, you know, resources and the, the creations, innovations that we um, all count on to get through our daily lives. So, so even though, it's very easy, unfortunately, in a lot of ways, to feel alone in the world. Um, if you really meditate on it, you realize like everything that's available to you and everything that you experience and then everything that you, uh, resources that you use and, and inventions that, that you um, uh, take it, just take for granted are all because somebody else has created and developed and maintaining them, as well as nature. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. we really, it is one in that sense. It's, it's, we're all part of a, one system. And, um, and it's just very profound to me when I meditate on it at that level, that no one truly is siloed off from everything else. Well, beautiful. Yay. Um, I get the, the sincere and deep feeling of, of what you're talking about when you speak. So I've seen you um, run some meditations on social media and um, kind of give us a breakdown of, like, what's your work on any given day? What, what are you doing? What's Stephen Donaco up to? <laughs> That's another big <laughs> question. Um, <laughs> uh, well, so okay. as, you, as, you noted, as you noted at the very outset, um, Social Chrysalis is my – latest endeavor, uh, a platform for, for uh, teaching the skills of co-creation, evolution through action. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so I'll back up How'd a bit. How'd you get there? Because, How'd you get there? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah that's what so I'm, let me back up a bit. How'd you get to this place? Uh-huh. My, so when, from when I was very, very young, um, I always wanted and knew I was going to be in the communication business in some way. Like, it was really clear to me, like, you know, Stephen, you're on earth to, to be a communicator. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I was really grateful for that because it was weird to me that 
as I was going through school that there would be kids who just had no idea what they were going to do when they got out of high school, for instance. Like they, right. they had no clue what their yep. vocation was. So I thought, well, for me, it was always very clear. It was communications and the media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I worked in that realm, I mean, as early as high school. I was I was a, a reporter for my local hometown paper. And and then when I was in college, I worked in radio and publishing and then, it, then corporate communications after that. And then uh, as the internet became a, a, a media, a medium, mm-hmm. uh, doing it mm-hmm. on the internet. And, and I've worked in other industries too, um, but there's always been the communication thread. And now it's really circled back around where Social Chrysalis is an online platform for teaching the skills of conscious evolution, and it's an integration of all these media skills I've, I've had over time. So, mm-hmm. so my mm-hmm. day-to-day work, that, the day-to-day work that I love the most is all is about creating the communications um, platform and strategy, and getting the word out, and being like on this program to me, you know, being the being the advocate, the spokesperson for for what I'm doing. So um, beautiful, yeah, yeah. Who's yeah. your Who's your idea? Yeah. Like, who are you reaching? Who Who are you? What's your audience? Who's your audience? Who, who do you want to speak to with the, with the work that you're okay, doing? Okay, so yeah, so we, we've all heard of terms like the great turning, uh, the tipping point. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's all in reference to like where we're at in the planet. Like there's all these crises and, mm-hmm. w- you know, we, and I'm assuming the people who are listening to your show are all contributing in some way to the planetary awakening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they have an interest mm-hmm. in that. So that's mm-hmm. my audience. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, mm-hmm. uh, I, I am, I'm, seeking to reach and to engage the people who are the boots on the ground taking an active mm-hmm. role in the planetary awakening. Beautiful, beautiful. And so social chrysalis, so how did that come about? What, 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 what happened with, with this in order for you to be in the place where you are? You have some mentors yeah. and you have some stories about how you got to this particular platform that you're working on now. Yeah, sure. Well, I'll start with the, the pinnacle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the mm-hmm. pinnacle mm-hmm. Uh, and the, the 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 greatest influencer in that is Barbara Marks Hubbard. Um, mm-hmm. I worked with her in the very last program of her earthly life called the Evolutionary Ambassador mm-hmm. Academy. And that was a program mm-hmm. really to train evolutionaries, you know, the people who were showing up for this work at the tipping point, you know, to mm-hmm. actively participate in conscious evolution and, and to be those boots on the ground. And um, Barbara transitioned. She made her transition eight weeks into what was a 12-week program. Mm-hmm. Um, we And we all had the sacred duty to finish the program. And then after right. that, right. I got mm-hmm. the download that, you know, Stephen continued the work by creating – a platform that would serve as uh, not the academy in the old in the previous sense, but as a way to go to the next level with it, like the next turn on the spiral. Um, mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and Barbara's been very present to that in spirit for me and for a lot of people, um, and and that's the inspiration for Social Chrysalis. Um, my background functionally has been as director of the Conscious Business Enterprise uh, program with Humanities Team and then um, 
and then I've done other work in the conscious business realm. So that's all kind of the foundation for a lot of this as well. That's beautiful. Um, so for those of the people listening who are not familiar with Barbara, okay, what mm-hmm. what what was she? What was like? What was the purpose here for her? Sure. Uh, so Barbara Marks Hubbard. Uh, so she made her transition last April at 89. Mm-hmm. years young mm-hmm. or years new mm-hmm. <laughs> she always mm-hmm. called, she said she mm-hmm. wasn't getting older she was getting newer every day so and Barbara is an author an author a futurist um, she's uh-huh. basically and and altogether uh, appropriately regarded as the mother of conscious evolution so if we look at uh, conscious evolution beautiful. as a field of study and of practice it really is it, Barbara was the one who conceived of it and mm-hmm. her um, her career, if you will, and that began uh, in the wake of World War II and the dropping of the atomic bombs, and she had mm-hmm. occasion uh, through the influence of her family to actually know the, President Eisenhower. And mm-hmm. uh, and the, the, the really, the, the thing that got Barbara started on this conscious evolution kick was that she met with President Eisenhower in her early 20s, she was at the time, and nice. talking about the atomic bomb, and she asks, she asks him, she says, Mr. President, may I ask you a question? He goes, sure. And she says, well, what's the meaning of all this newfound technological power that is good? Because obviously it's been used to, to be very destructive in the sense of the right. atomic bomb. But her, her she was curious yes. about, well, how can we use this for good? And it stumped right. him because he didn't, have, he, he didn't have an answer for the question. And that was really mm. the spark that began her purposeful work in the field of conscious evolution, creating it, and then uh, bringing others into it and building it out. And that's the rest Beautiful. of her life was all about that. Yeah. And when you were around her, you know, like obviously she was integrating embodiment practices, right? And she was being that person out in her life. So what were some kind of like um, descriptions you could give about the way she was when she communicated with people or when she, or any of her like kind of day-to-day ways of being, because I'm sure she shared them with you. What, uh, you know, what, what, what was she like? What did she, what, what, what would, what did she feel like to you when you were around her? Uh, well, you, I'll go back to the embodiment idea because she became the embodiment of the conscious evolver. Mm-hmm. So everything that, whenever she taught and spoke, uh, I mean, and even in her day-to-day interactions, casual interactions, she was always she was speaking as conscious evolution. Right. Uh, so and then the way Barbara would put it is that we are encoded for it. So if if I feel like I have a impulse to fulfill some purpose, that's a, that's a code. It's a code that's active in me, and that's how, and and she lived that. So she lived these codes, and in fact, she wrote a book called Fifty Two Codes of Conscious Evolution. Um, I that, saw that. that this is, mm-hmm. I mean, this is, this is what she embodied, and how she lived. And if you experienced her, she was she. You could feel when she was speaking. It was a combination of her ego, but even greater, this inner power, this inner self, this greater self, um, this divine Mm -hmm. self that was speaking Mm -hmm. as the voice of conscious evolution. 
Mm-hmm. Was she always calm? Was she peaceful? Did she get uh, upset? For the most part. <laughs> uh, I, I, she had her moments. Yeah. Uh, she had her moments like any, any of us are human. Um, yeah. And, and, and I didn't know her for many, many years. I mean, I, I knew her the last, you know, year and a half or so of her earthly life and had this, mm-hmm, I mean, it's mm-hmm. just an honor to work with her in this phase of, of and she was completely focused and um, dedicated to the work up to the very end uh, of, of her, yeah. of her earthly existence. She continues on the other uh-huh. side because I feel it. Yes, yes. Um, I can feel it, her with us it, now. It, yeah, absolutely. I can feel her with us now. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, and and, and when she was uh-huh. here, and when, and when she was here in the body, she's human, and we all have our moments, and she did too. Um, um, I think that that's what um, I'm being asked to get at. You know, like we we you and I both circle with a lot of people who are in conscious evolution and leadership and you know humanitarian service environmental service and um and we're beginning to find each other and for um and for the people out there that are just awakening or coming to their skill set you know there's a lot of different levels happening on the planet and and I hope that this broadcast can reach people at whatever level that they're at you know so the point in this questioning and I'm being prodded to do so is that any human is capable of transforming themselves their families their communities and their world for the betterment and that um, it's that empowerment that that um, that divine empowerment within that once it's activated and we catch hold of that vibration catch hold of that energy uh, there's no stopping us right Right. So, yep. That's, that's absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, for sure. Yep. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you know it's it's great to speak to the people who are aware of what we do, and I think it's even greater an honor to speak to the ones who don't. You know. So um, this brings me to uh, your website, uh, socialchrysalis dot com. Correct. Socialchrysalis dot com. And on there, I saw that you are, and we've spoken about this, offering workshops. And so people can go there and they can they can learn. You've got an email sign up. You're going to be sending out newsletters. And I know that you want to do some some classes. And, and what else? What else can people expect? You know, in the coming coming few months here from Social Chrysalis, what are they going to do on that website? What are they going to do with you? Sure. Yeah. So mm-hmm. so it, currently, and we officially officially mm-hmm. launched January twentieth. Uh, so currently, there are there there are six there are six courses on the platform. Five of them are evergreen, meaning that you can take them on demand at your convenience. Um, there's one oh, course that's going to uh-huh. be be delivered live starting in March. Um, but the idea is, so there, you know, there's courses available today, and then. The idea is that the catalog continues to grow, and I've got a pipeline of things I'm working on right now. So as we get into spring mm-hmm. and summer and so forth, there will be more courses added. And as you mentioned, there's a you can sign up for the mailing list, and I'll keep you informed of of things that are rolling out on it. So at this phase, it's it's primarily designed to be um, on-demand courses. You know, take at your own convenience. Um, mm-hmm. Over time. I, you know, it will evolve to be other things as well, whether those be live programs, 
that are held in person um, of that nature. That's to be determined. It's like right now it's just getting through phase one is, is, is the primary mm -hmm. objective, and that's, and that's building a catalog of, of on-demand courses. That's where we're at. Right? Love it. Love it. Thank yeah. you. And then the term social chrysalis. Let's talk about the term social chrysalis. So yeah, what are we yeah. saying here? What are we talking about? So um, so this goes, uh, and Barbara used this metaphor, and it's actually the cover mm -hmm. for Book 52 Codes is a Butterfly. And the whole, mm -hmm. the whole thing with the chrysalis, you know, the caterpillar, going into the cocoon, the chrysalis, and then emerging as the butterfly. It's, it's this, the metaphor is, and I'll, I'll just state it as briefly as possible, is that really when, the, when that caterpillar goes into the cocoon or the chrysalis, it, it, there, there's a certain chaos that happens. It really like turns mm -hmm. into a soup, and it really mm -hmm. feeds on its own material. Uh, and then in order to start creating the butterfly and the butterfly, the, the code, if you will, for the butterfly is in that soup in the form of what are called imaginal cells. I love it. So, mm -hmm. so if you were just to observe this without knowing what was going on, you would look at it and say it's a mess. Mm -hmm. Like this, the, you know, this, this caterpillar is basically kind of melting and self-destructing. And it's almost mm -hmm. like it's a crisis because you, it's it's not recognizable as a life form anymore. And then, but what emerges, of course, is this beautiful butterfly, and mm -hmm. that is a metaphor. And Barbara used to have this. The, the, her, one of her, fa her favorite phrases was, "Our crisis is a birth." So in mm -hmm. nature, mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. every crisis that occurs is actually the precursor for something transformative to come. And even if we look at and if we look at it from a social we look at it from a social perspective, and mm -hmm. it's really profound right now, of course, because there are so many aspects of our social structures and systems that are breaking down and you know politics and business and there's all this chaos and people are feeling really like what the heck's going on and um, and Barbara would frame this as these are all crises that are happening because there's something new wanting to emerge. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so social mm -hmm. chrysalis then is 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 basically the the idea the and the truth that as our as our old structures that we're all familiar with and all we're all comfortable with are breaking down are are in crisis mm -hmm. it's giving us the opportunity to show up to to mm -hmm. affect the emergence of something even more beautiful and powerful and inclusive and effective and life affirmative. I love that. I spent some time um, before I knew all of you guys back in the early 2000s feeling kind of guilty for um, helping bring in the awakening and see, and knowing and seeing uh, in, in my visions that the, you know, that things had to break down and, and or transform and be replaced with something that works. Right. And right. Um, you know, for people out there, I've never told anybody that. So, <laughs> so there, there is my my old guilt laid laid bare. But now that um, you know, we have other people who are actively working on helping transform the systems 
and more and more people awakening. Like, I am not responsible for a million and a half homeless people in Canada and a million and a half homeless people in the United States. But we yeah. as a civilization and a community definitely are, right? And right. so right. it's like, you know, we've all our, all our mentors and teachers in love have been working for the poor from the gate, from the get-go. You know, yeah. Jesus was all about helping the poor. Gandhi was all about helping the poor. MLK was all about helping the poor. And so, you know, this is not new news, but it seems to have somehow, uh, you know, fallen out of consciousness for a little while. And we got distracted yeah. by other things, right? Hollywood, cigarettes, and all that jazz. So right. now we're coming back to self, right? Coming back to self, we've got this, we've got these, these amazing, intelligent, beautiful, loving people like yourself, and like Barbara, like Kurt Johnson, Ben Baller, Rick Ulfick, we've got these leaders in 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 their build and their 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 platform builders. You know, International Children's Month is a platform. We're building platforms and oases, I guess, right? Oasis to get back yeah. to self. So social chrysalis, beautiful thing, absolutely beautiful, and a teaching platform, a sharing platform, an education platform, right? A mentoring platform, right? Um, right. and the children of uh, these days are coming in new. They're coming in with all kinds of skills and abilities already activated. So I would garner, um, that there are plenty, um, children, early younger children too, who could handle the teachings that are going to come out from these different platforms also, and that it would actually be beneficial to support them with those types of teachings because they're looking for the truth. And if we don't offer it up to them and show it to them, they're going to be looking around. And we all know that there is a lot of stuff to get confused about out there. But yeah. if we teach and share to look within first, that we are not supposed to be living in silos, right? That it is community that is the antidote to this ugliness, yes, that we're going through right now. Right. Community and self-love and loving each other. So here's my shout out to all the educators uh, who listen to this program and moms and dads and families and aunties and brothers and sisters and relatives. You know, as we can share the works of um, Social Chrysalis and Barbara Marks Hubbard uh, with our children and youth and friends and family and give them an edge, give them a leading edge. You know, they're here to be the people who help transform this world and so we need to supply them with the right education. And they're still being taught the same old thing in schools as we flow out into transforming education systems and uh, social systems and um, healthcare systems and everything. And they're taken to the streets. They've had enough of the lies and not being told the truth. And they are looking for the answers. So um, every great teacher, Stephen, what do they tell us? and yourself included. What does every great teacher and yourself and Barbara tell us to do first and foremost? Uh, well, you know, it, this. Ourself, you know the answer to this. It, I know you do. <laughs> yes, it, it's, it's, it, we have to start with ourselves. And we start in yes. self-care and, like, right, we can't, we can't help others unless we help ourselves first. Right. It's, and it's uh, not a selfish yeah, thing. It, right? To take care no, of yourself. That's where our inner yeah. guidance system is, right? That is where yeah. our connection to our highest self 
resides. It doesn't reside in talking with our friends and family about our problems and about what's wrong. That creates more wrongness and more misunderstanding. And so, you know, sitting quietly and figuring out how to do it and asking questions inside of ourselves and waiting till we hear answers and hearing and listening for answers is really, really important. Then we can take those answers out into our communities and instead of breaking things down in a, in a low vibrational way, we can, you know, help things recover and heal and manifest for and actualize for ourselves and others. So we talked about love and action as well, you and I. Can you just kind of speak to love and action, please? <laughs> I, uh, so we, it's important, at least from my perspective, that we mm-hmm. regard love as power uh, mm-hmm. and as powerful um, mm-hmm. and not as a meekness. I mean, love is, is in this, I'll go, I'll tie it to one of Barbara's beliefs is that the universe is love and action. Like the universe, uh-huh. is, the u- evolution is love and action. I mean, the, the, the mm-hmm. reason why we evolve is because we're encoded for love. And if, in order, self-love and love of other and love of oneness is, is love is seeking to always expand and to evolve. Yes. Uh, so love and action is is showing up and expressing that, and uh, mm-hmm. it's powerful. Uh, it's very mm-hmm. very powerful. It's it's not like mm-hmm. it's not just sitting meekly watching the world go by. Um, it's it's actively participating in life evolution, uh, love of self of others of of this oneness that we talked about at the outset. I'm getting a visual of like, you know, people with it. France has a lot of these, uh, they, their um, activisms turned to rioting. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we've had some, we've had some problems, right. Coming together and um, people being injured and whatnot from, you know, somebody disturbing the peace in some way and ensuing a panic. And so, um, I'd like to also utilize this conversation to empower people. And when we are in a field with other people, an energetic field with other people, you can feel when there's something or someone that is off. Yes. And Correct. if yeah. they're, and, and vigilance, I think, is a really important word here for uh, love and action, right? Because we'd be vigilant, we'd be pure of heart, right? Pure in the love. But watching, you know, always aware of what's happening in our environment. And then that way the things don't sneak up on us, you know, about, and, it's, and, and, we, and working together as a community, we can have each other's backs and things. This is what I love about social media, right? If I miss something, someone else will pick it up and share it, right. and then I can catch it too, right? And so right. therein is the power of social media. And so, uh, Stephen, you have a personal page on Facebook. Are you on Instagram and Twitter and all those other places also? Because we are transforming social media into something that's a powerful tool for our evolution. And it's been yeah. growing yeah. for the last you know, 10 years but now is the time the children are realizing the power also to infuse the love and the 
revitalization and the revolution and the evolution into the Internet. So how can people find you on there? Because I think that it's important for us all to circle up. So how do they find Stephen Donaco, and how do they find Social Chrysalis, please? Sure. So my, so my, own, my own personal webpage, which is Dinaco.com, uh, D-Y-N-A-K-O.com. Think of it as Dynamo, but with an N. <laughs> uh, I love it. Instead, yeah. So it's Danaco.com, um, and my 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 own person. I really heard Kurt Johnson is the one who <laughs> corrected me. You know, I thought it was Dynaco. <laughs> well, I what's really funny? Did. So I'll tell you just uh, I'll tell you a, a, just a really brief, a humorous anecdote about that. Is Bar- it took Barbara a long time. She called me Dynaco uh-huh. for a long time, and she uh-huh. eventually got it. Is Danaco, but you but you know it's, it's but I'm. You could. There are much worse pronunciations of my last name. And, I love that and, Dynaco. And, I really do. Dynaco's yeah. cool too. But I was like, ooh, it's kind of like dynamite, right? There we go. Let's do there this you go. Thing. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like exactly. So it's got that. It's got that resonance okay, to it. Yeah. But my yeah, own. Yeah. So my okay. own personal web. My own personal website, Dynaco.com, is is very simple, and you can all all the links to my social media are there. Okay. Uh, great. So that's good, good, that's good. that's the. That's the best, like, centralized place. You'll see links to each of my social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Love it. Um, Love it. So you could go there. Love and it. then Social Chrysalis is socialchrysalis.com. Um, yeah. But you could link to Social Chrysalis from my personal webpage, too. So. Great. Awesome. I'm looking forward to working with you in the future and being involved with all of this. So. Thank you, thank you, thank you for who you are and what you're doing and for taking good care of yourself so you can carry on the work. And thank you for extending your um, field to include all of us. I um, honor and appreciate your work, and so does Barbara and um, all our all our relations. Thanks, Stephen. Mm, thanks, thanks for so much spending for time me. with us on One Love Rising, buddy. Yay. <laughs> oh, my, my pleasure, and, yeah, I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, what a blessing. All right, everybody, uh, blessings to you, and may the miracles shower down upon you on this day whenever you hear this. And all we got to do is dive in and open up and just be love. And I think everything is going to be okay. Um, You've been listening to One Love Rising on uh, iTunes and Blog Talk Radio. And we just have Stephen Donaco on from Social Chrysalis. And enjoy, 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 and many blessings. Thanks again, Stephen. And here we grow. Yay! Love you guys. You've been listening with Heidi Little. Talk to you all soon.